We are still gonna keep it spooky over here as Halloween is coming up and I had the privilege of talking with Amy Lee, a practicing witch, and she dives into a lot of fun, interesting, deep, and dark topics. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you this morning? I'm doing good. First off, I want to thank you so much for talking with me. Better to talk to you during this festive time than a practicing witch. So before we dive into your witchy ways, maybe you can just like talk to us a bit about Halloween and why you love it so much and the origins of it and why it's such a special time for you. Yeah, for sure. I'll try and make that as as quick because I could write a book about how much I love Halloween. Um, (laughs) Halloween um, has its origins are very deeply pagan, which is why some people, um, if they're kind of extremists, still can sometimes fear Halloween, even though the modern way they celebrated is not very, you know, scary at all. Um, But it did uh, originate with a Celtic celebration, which is the end of the year uh, called Samhain. And that that's about like over 2000 years ago that that was happening and it was when people would be ending their season they would have a big bonfire um before the you know the dark part of the year came and with with that being october 31st um that was also a time that ancient Celtic communities thought that the veil was thinnest and so they would be honoring their dead and trying to contact their dead or leaving offerings including like animal sacrifice and things like that 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 did exist at that time and then as you know time progressed and Catholicism and Christianity carried on then there was All Saints Day on November which was again a day to basically honor and remember the dead so you okay. can combine those two things and we start seeing yeah. what becomes Halloween like trick-or-treating or carving jack-o'-lanterns it, you know having costumes a lot of those things still have some degree of ancient root in them um you know costumes for example when the celtic communities were having their bonfire they often would wear like animal skins and even like you know decorative headgear of like a skull um right it was such a festive time that they would really get into a character in a role. you know as most like pagan parties were it was like pretty debaucherous just like modern day Halloween. <laughs> and, <laughs> right and, uh, right and that you know kind of trickled in and then when um basically when people were immigrating to the U.S. and Canada was when it started to shape into what it was because they still were looking for community so they would be hosting Halloween parties or they would you know have their kids go around to their neighbors Um, and that's how it's kind of went from there like you know carving jack-o'-lanterns is something that people have done for a long time but originally they were turnips and then they became pumpkins when pumpkins were easier to hunt so Oh my God! I thought it was maybe all a hallmark made holiday for the trick or treating and the costumes, but there are some more deep rooted traditions that still 
happen in in a different oh, way. There still are a lot of people who, mm-hmm. in their own way, uh, celebrate Samhain as is. Um, you know, I kind of live okay. in the middle because I like a good Halloween party. Yes, I always love Halloween. <laughs> I always love Halloween movies. Uh, you and I are really similar ages, so we would have grown up with like Nightmare Before Christmas and Beetlejuice, and we had we we had oh my all that God. spooky Absolutely. stuff from when we were so young that it never seemed scary. We gravitated towards it maybe at such a young age that like we maybe got a bit desensitized to like the dark eeriness of things and it was more fascinating than anything. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's why there's so many spooky babes that are like elder millennials, right? Like the older scale of, of millennials. Yes. we had so much access to that. So for you in particular, I mean, I wasn't aware that you were a practicing witch and that that was something that you devoted quite a lot of time to and are passionate about. What is the witchcraft? What is the difference between being a witch, practicing witchcraft, being a pagan, being a Wicca? What What do you associate yourself with? That is, again, a big question, but I'll try and summarize it as much as possible. <laughs> witchcraft yeah. itself is a practice. It's uh, activity. It's kind of like saying i cook therefore i'm a cook you know if you you're doing you're doing something okay um what that practice looks like varies a lot depending on belief and culture and religion um i personally have been practicing for almost 10 years like around the same time when you and i knew each other more in person i was i was getting into that right okay and um for myself, my practice is very much rooted in my own history. So it's very British traditionalism and a little bit more folk style of witchcraft. So it's a lot of traditions that were passed down orally um, and now are being, you know, re-recorded or uh, adapted for a more modern time. Something as simple as like burning specifically colored candles uh, that I've maybe anointed with an oil okay. or things like that. Um, it sounds yep. really simple and it kind of falls into um, when people are trying to explain how witchcraft works. I think it is um, kind of almost a combination of like people talk about things like the secret or the law of attraction and vig- visualization. It's all that yes. with some really old school steps that kind of can either like help okay. your focus or your intent and a lot of these things that are older now have been kind of proven by science things like they would have like oh here's a healing brew but it was like just a shit ton of garlic and so people associate garlic as like right witchcraft healing herb but it's like garlic is just (laughs) you know (laughs) it's yeah 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 it just happens to have proper healing properties that make you feel better like and you know all essential oils too a lot of people you know think it's all just hocus pocus or there's some kind of mm-hmm. weird voodoo magic behind it it's like no they just naturally have absolutely i use essential oils a ton in my practice mm-hmm. and so yeah well they're me just, too like, i'm obsessed um, and exactly like people will be like <laughs> yeah oh, i don't know how i feel about the woo hippiness of essential oils but people have been using essential oils for you know thousands of years yeah things like that if that makes a little bit of sense with how it works um it does it does you 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 pull from some natural sources and you make more of a a meaning behind them like it's not it's not just garlic that you cook with there's reasons behind why you use it and it's more like a spiritual aspect that you bring into it I think so. And that's a great segue into like the spirituality of it. Um, So Wicca is one example of a religion that practices witchcraft. It's probably the most famous. Uh, People will assume I'm Wiccan quite often. Um, 
I am right. Not. It's not the belief system that I subscribe to. Uh, it's kind of like, um, you know, I was raised Mormon, but that's a type of Christian. So Wiccans are a type of. Wiccan. Yeah, it's like a different, a different denomination of being a witch. It's like, um, it's it's more of a religious than a spiritual experience, maybe. Wicca is specifically a religious um, organization. And there's a few different types of okay. even within that. And then, uh, you know, another famous example, I guess you could say, is like voodoo. Voodoo is a different type of witchcraft um, with a different name. Okay. And different practitioners. And, okay. And, you know, the the traditions that they do, the practice itself is quite different, but they're both practicing witchcraft. Yes. It really helped make sense of this for me. Witchcraft is the... Uh, the head title and then it branches off into these different categories of practices. Kind of. Witchcraft is the activity that okay. different practices do. Yeah. Some of those are religious, some are cultural, some are neither. Um, you know, there is eclectic okay. witchcraft, which is like the real modern area of like people just making shit up. <laughs> Where do you feel like you are pulling your energy from? Where is the rooted source of your power coming from? For me, and I know that this sounds really egotistical, um, but I think that it comes from myself. You know, I I am okay. doing the work, if you will. Um, like, I am putting that energy yeah. in. I am non-theistic in my practice. I do, because I was raised yeah. so super, super religious, like, I'm not the type of person to totally write off deity. Um, but it's it's not yeah. what I choose to want to worship, probably because of that very upbringing, right? So I yes. kind of put that in myself, which is hilariously um, a satanic view, is that, like, you have the power. Um, but I don't identify as a Satanist by any means. Um, I just yeah. feel like that's where my own power comes from, is, like, my will if you if that makes sense okay and i mean it doesn't sound egotistical i think it's just i don't know if you're maybe are you more like an agnostic type person or are you uh, maybe you just personally believe that that you just have the power to do and you don't need to pull from other sources is that kind of correct or um i mean for me i always feel like those like the labels i really struggle with just because my practice is kind of complex, but I would say that I am, mm -hmm. um, I don't know, spiritual. I know that's such a catch-all, but <laughs> there's witchcraft in a lot of different religions. I would even include like Catholicism with some of its ritualness, you know, um, okay. but that it's not in itself a religion it's an activity that religions do i guess you could say it's like prayer that way a lot there's a lot of different ways to pray okay there's a lot of different and yes there's a lot of ways to practice witchcraft not all are religious so i suppose that's not the best example but um right you can still do but, but i understand what yeah. you're saying yeah yeah okay yeah for me though i personally struggle with like if i am just pulling from my own source of energy and I am doing these, you know, smudging and tarot card reading and things like that. I get nervous about where I'm actually really pulling that energy from. And I found tarot cards maybe to become such a mainstream uh, mm -hmm. trending thing that I felt like maybe people were abusing the powers of them. And I didn't quite trust myself because I do believe so heavily in the spiritual mm -hmm. world that it makes me nervous. Anyway, the next question is that you don't believe in God. 
in the, the traditional North American Christian no, sense. not in the like Abra- Abrahamic way. I think believing in God works for a lot yeah. of people and that that God then exists and is real for them. Uh, but right. know, for myself, that's not my belief. If I were to believe in God, I'd have to believe in quite a few. I believe in spirits that are, you know, like ghosts and things like that. The conversation mm-hmm. about like maybe like the fear of where this power is coming from or where um you know the practice is like gaining energy from if you will i call that religious hangover okay a lot of it is when you have been raised a certain way to demonize things that are maybe seen as the occult you know you can't see but i'm using finger quotations um but like if if you have that even in the back of your head i do think that that opens up the chance of being spiritually taken advantage of um or you know like it's kind of like teenagers using a ouija board like and just like looking for trouble then you're gonna get it that's the way that it works and i do think with um you know people again like if you're getting into something like tarot which is fairly innocent in the realm of of witchcraft it's not like you're bloodletting you know Mm -hmm. In, Mm -hmm. in the world of tarot that's pretty innocent but I do find that a lot of people are like, oh, you know, maybe this comes from a demonic energy or, or a satanic source. And those are very Christian ideas. Like those are things mm. like those words don't even exist necessarily in all cultures. Not, yeah. ev- you know, like that's not something that people saw as evil at the time. Divination was really normal. Uh, divination being an umbrella term for, you know, tarot cards, crystal ball reading, that sort of stuff. Okay. Um, but like that wasn't always demonized and then basically when christianity and catholicism became more widespread then they're like oh this isn't something we do so it's evil and then right when when you're raised in a way as i was there's gonna be a, at least a little bit in the back of your head like oh what am i opening myself up to because you were taught oh tarot cards are a way to open yourself up to the devil i honestly think that that's what it is for most people is that even people who weren't raised in an overtly uh, Christian or Catholic home, they still have that in the back of their head from pop culture or movies or TV. Right. And they don't actually maybe necessarily know or understand the origins of it, but because of the fear that has been been made around it due to these Christian religions, we've now categorized it into the demonic and Mm -hmm. dark arts again like these are tools that aren't necessarily intended for children i used the ouija board example for a reason you know so as much as like yes i i think a lot of it is just like our own deep-seated fear i think that a little word of warning is fine (laughs) like it's okay to not go in and be an idiot with these sorts of tools but they're at the end of the day it's kind of like having a car Anyone can drive a car, but also anyone can drive a car into someone, you know? <laughs> right, right. Anyone has the ability to crash. It's, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think a lot of the fear or the the worry of where that power comes from, I do think is like deeply rooted in, in upbringing. And that's not just an exclusively Christian thing. Um, I meet a lot of people who think that what I do is very evil. <laughs> from all, right. From all sorts of walks. Right. And you know, like, I didn't want to be one of those people. But when I was like, Oh, she's a practicing witch. Oh, my God, what does that mean? Devil worshiping, like my mind instantly goes to something like that. And I thought, you know what? No, I'm not going to assume I'm going to ask questions. Like, what does a day in the life of a witch look like? What are your some of your practicing spells, your charms, rituals? Most of it is a lot of reading. 
So yeah. because it is not a like I do not follow any one religion anyways there isn't a prophet of witchcraft um or a, a pope of witchcraft you know within my realm anyways it just means reading a lot of sources and like constantly right. researching I'm constantly digging um you know lately I have been like really into like old like Sumerian demonology <laughs> like the the things okay. I read are a little dry for some people I <laughs> some heavy um, stuff <laughs> but it's mostly like a lot of research goes into it and then when it comes to things like spells and charms like that I would say uh, what I do most is what a lot of people within the community call low magic so it is like you said like okay. charms or little things like I put cinnamon in my coffee every morning because that brews success um, okay and like I definitely I do a lot of things in my kitchen so I use the cooking analogy but I do like infuse my food you know people will say things like oh the extra ingredient is love and I'm like well yeah but like <laughs> it actually is rose hip you know <laughs> but, actually yeah um, you know things like that but then I also do a lot of um, uh, people call them witches balls or like uh, spell jars and things like that and I create vessels if you will for what my will of that you know or need of that time is so right um you know in an example i have in the past made um a little charm bag that i keep in my purse for when i have a job interview to make me yes. more confident or more eloquent and i keep that right. with me and it's a mix of herbs and maybe crystals um that i would associate with those sorts of things um that would be kind of like an average day is doing like little things like that do you feel more like these items in particular have power the essence of them or is it the intent that you put on them that is giving them their power i think it's a combination of both um there's a big movement right now in the witchcraft community that it's like intent is all you need and i don't believe that because why would our ancestors for thousands and thousands of years predating literally all religion why would they do these things if it was just their positive thoughts that could get them what they wanted um right so i definitely i think it's a, a combination you know a, a bag of uh you know wormwood isn't alone gonna do anything but mm -hmm. if i have this like herb that's been used for contacting spirits for thousands of years and i'm putting that energy into it and i'm burning it as an incense then that it's like alchemy it changes what it is because i've put that intent into what right. it already was if that makes right. sense yes yes that was actually a good example for sure that gave some clarification have you experienced any supernatural encounters that have maybe encouraged your belief in witchcraft? I've experienced a lot. I'm definitely like, uh, again, you kind of know me on a more personal level where I just like talk yeah. about ghosts a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's something I experienced my, my whole life. My very first spell work that I did was a protection jar for my friend that thought that she had been cursed. And so I, wow. I was like, again, like this little bait, they call them baby witches in the community, which I have mm -hmm. love hate with. But I, you know, I was like this yeah. little idiot that was like breaking glass to put into a jar and, and try, you know, thinking wow. that I was going to solve everything. But then it's like, I did it. And like, even if it was a placebo effect, felt like better like I had done something at this point I had already been reading cards and so maybe that made it a little bit more of an easy jump um yeah but then I I just like 
it, my practice grew as I became almost like obsessed with it. And I think I was just like always drawn to it because I had always had these experiences and they didn't always feel evil, uh, which again was how I was raised. If I was seeing spirits, they were, you know, part of the, the one third of the hosts that went down to hell. Like that's kind of the way I was raised. And so right. I was experiencing these things quite often, sometimes when I would have like friends that would experience the same things like I had like in my mind you know proof of the paranormal and um and I just like consistently growing up felt like I was crazy and then I discovered witchcraft through helping my friend and um it's like almost like the rest is history but it just felt so natural it just opened the door it opened the door for you to make sense of so many things that were unexplained to you before absolutely it's on Instagram I have a hashtag that I do with a bunch of other people um that's 100 days of witchcraft and it's like trying to encourage people to do a daily practice or have like something small in their day that connects them and you know if if it's all like a bunch of hocus pocus in like a haha way um you still find people are more mindful people are working towards their goals people are more you know like working towards their ambitions actively even if that step includes like burning a bay leaf in the morning and other people might think that's right. silly that means that they're starting their day thinking about what they want out of their life take control of something in the little ways that they can i think people gravitate towards religion and and all of these different practices because they want to have that sense of a deeper connection to something. Absolutely. And a sense of control, I think. Family is still very Mormon. Mm. And for them, like yeah. that's a very rule-based religion. Um, I wonder why yes. it didn't work out for me. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, you know. I could never picture you a Mormon. <laughs> um, that structure gives them a sense of control. You know, like, yes. I know this is what's going to happen to me after I die if I do X, Y, Z. It's going to list a few questions and you just kind of give okay. a brief answer. Do you believe in God? Not in the traditional way. No. Right. Do you believe in the devil? Also not in the way, but I do believe in demonic entities. Oh, okay. believe in demons and demon possession? I do. Being because yeah. you do. So do you believe in ghosts? Yes. And what do you think ghost spirits are? I do think that they're the lingering energy that we have. So if that's the energy I'm pulling from or not, who knows? But um, I do think that they yeah. are the the remnant energy of our soul. Yes, and and are they are they just lost in some purgatory world when they're a ghost? Okay, okay. Wait, do you believe in heaven? <sighs> I do not. Okay. Do you believe in hell? No. Where do you think we go and we die? I have very mixed feelings about this because I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I, I yeah. honestly yeah. don't. <laughs> um, I, I like leaning towards almost a more Eastern philosophy of like karma and reincarnation, but I like the idea of that. Okay. I don't know that I feel that way. Um, I do believe that some souls just get trapped and I don't know what happens to the rest. Right. And that would be what ghosts are. They're trapped souls, maybe? I think that that's... A potential or not even necessarily trapped I think it might be a decision for some of them that this is where they want to be on this plane on this field okay okay so now can you maybe share one of your experiences or encounters you've had either with a poltergeist or an apparition of some oh, kind oh for sure um do you want like more scary less scary <laughs> Ooh, well with Halloween around the corner let's get fucking spooky so let's okay. scary. <laughs> um so my partner hates this story full disclosure but it's fine because I'll just tell it anyway so 
we recently <laughs> moved into my um or his grandmother's house who passed away quite for quite recently and um so okay. the house had been up for sale and we were like screw it like we could we should just move in so we we did mm -hmm. and um a couple weeks later we um his we finally had enough space instead of living in basement suites and apartments like vancouver um to yep. take all of his uh dad's old possessions his father passed away when he was about six uh, so we moved okay. all these things in and I am not joking that very night we go to bed my partner's a very heavy sleep he's deep deep asleep and I hear like somebody walking around downstairs I get up you know to go and check bring like I have like a dagger like that's gonna do anything um, but I like go in and check and there's no one in the house the doors are all locked the lights are off like I did a whole sweep like basement to top floor and uh, there's nobody in the house. I was like, okay, go back to bed, turn the lights off. And I hear someone walking up the stairs. And so I what? turn the lights back on, make sure every window in the house is closed. Like, is it the wind? Is it? Yeah. Like, You're trying to rule everything yeah, like, out. Um, and yeah. I live in a townhouse, so it's like tall, but not, you know, big. And so it's like going up these yeah. stairs and I, again, there's nothing there. And I'm like, okay, I mean, you're just losing it. It's fine. I go back to bed, but at this point, like I'm kind of shook. So I left my lamp on beside my bed. So I'm sitting awake. The light is on. I'm moving, uh, which means it's not sleep paralysis. And, uh, <sighs> my door opens and <gasps> I'm like, oh my God. obviously kind of shitting myself. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, yeah, and I hear the whistling of a tune, like, <gasps> and I, and it comes and it's whistling like beside my bed and I'm just like sitting there, just all I can hear is that. And, and you're like motionless, like, like frozen, bed, like probably. my dogs are like pacing in my room they're awake and I was just like Ugh. and like my one dog at that point was pretty close to death because she's like 15 so I feel like she might have been able to pick up on it even more <laughs> and right and so like the three of us are all woke up again my partner is asleep and then the whistling stops and my bedroom door slams shut oh my and at that point gosh I my partner tell him what happened and he's like oh it's wind like it's just the wind it was definitely the wind of course um, of course <laughs> so naturally i'm not one to like let it lie and i messaged his sister and was like you know is there like it felt to me like not super threatening but more like something like kind of trying to just like get a scare out of me and so okay. i contacted his sister and i was like do you have any family members that used to like whistle a lot and she's like yeah my dad would before he would like jump out of like a door and scare you <laughs> what and so so, he, so so this is her dad your partner's dad who has passed away before he would scare his kid before he'd opening like, the door yeah, he would whistle yeah. and your door opened and you yeah. heard whistling oh that's wild like, girl i think that it fits the cookie cutter too easy like our house is not haunted by my dad i'm like i don't think that it necessarily is either but i do think that evening might have been making an appearance and maybe just like i was gonna say he wanted he came to visit first well, and it's it's a house he would have been in you know like he would be familiar with that location yeah. his, you know like we moved in all of his like tools and we put his old guitars like mounted on our wall so it's like to me i think that that was like a pretty spooky moment but again i want to be a skeptic so part of me is like maybe it was just the wind <laughs> Well, it's we we want to rationalize things and make sense of them. It's in our mm -hmm. human nature. But sometimes 
chalk it up to the unexplained. I did talk to a medium afterwards. Um, because okay. again, like with my my witchy Instagram that I have, I ha- it's like semi popular, and so I yeah um, have those sorts of friends in my life, and so I kind of was like picking her brain about it, and she was like, I mean, I don't like I don't think I'm a medium, I don't identify as such a thing, but she's like, but I, you could have very strong auditory skills in that, so I might not be someone who sees ghosts everywhere, but maybe I hear them. Different, you know, better than some people. Right, right. She's more in tune. She has a more. She's more sensitive to yeah, that realm. And maybe it's yeah. just like just audio, and that's like I'm on you know AM frequency instead of video. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Whoa. Well, that's a crazy story. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I do. I do feel the spiritual world is real and ghosts are real. <laughs> Maybe we don't have all of the answers, and that's okay. Where do we go when we die? Sometimes it's it's okay to say we don't know, but to live our lives with deeper meaning and having faith and belief in something is what I know I personally need in my life. And I think a lot of people gravitate towards different things. And I'm so glad you shared your, you know, your your practices being a witch and what that means. Yeah, so no thank problem. you. And like, not even as like a plug or anything, but even for you, if you want, there's my Instagram is um, Venus, like the planet in tool, T-U-L-L-E, uh, like the fabric. And yep. I, I post my practice like pretty openly for people to see what I'm up to. Um, and that's like kind of, for me, the importance of again, like shaking that stigma and just being like, this is what witchcraft looks like. Like I'm not dancing in the woods naked, at least not very often. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not like yeah. trying to summon the devil or anything like that it's it's smaller yeah yes so thank you for sharing that for anyone who wants to know more and dive deeper and um i mean we could probably talk so much more about this but i think we cover a lot is there anything else that you just like want to clarify Um, or want to say i think i guess like my big bit is if this is something that anyone who's like listening or even including yourself is just like interested in um don't be afraid Mm -hmm. to like just do research there are christian witches there are you know people who have managed Mm -hmm. to blend you know more abrahamic religious views and still be practicing um you know don't don't believe the press yes and and don't be afraid if you're interested in something to research it that's a really good point figure it out for yourself and come up to what come up to your own conclusion what you believe and it's hard to get everyone's voices out of your head when it's been bred into you that things are a certain way but do your own research yeah, i like my, that my big good point <laughs> so to end this on like a lighter topic um can we just talk about Buffy the <laughs> of course <laughs> anytime so i know that this is one of your like favorite shows it's one of my favorite shows why is it one of your favorite shows i think it's one of my favorite shows just because it was like the first show that i watched that had like really flawed and complicated female characters that were still really strong like each each yes. one of them was still really strong in their own right um but they were complicated and they were really different and it wasn't just like a foil or a stereotype like you know buffy's like the least likable character on the whole show but she's you know like yeah yeah supposed to be complicated and she can be a brat sometimes but she's also the hero or you know whatever and 
I think for me it was like little baby Amy didn't know that it was because it was such a feminist show but I I know that that was part of why I was drawn to it and then like added bonus monsters you know <laughs> yes yes oh my gosh you totally touched on something that I didn't realize too until I was older it was like it was it was those complex female characters you really feel what they're going through and like you can identify with these crazy complex women and then yet they throw in the supernatural aspect it's like it's like you just want <laughs> monsters to be real willow is probably one of my favorite characters but she like transforms into like the person she becomes in like maybe mm-hmm. seasons, like four five six uh i think she's just oh, like so badass she's in the, the most end badass. like buffy is definitely not what made me want to be a witch but um she is one of my right. favorite like on screen which is for sure like she's she's such a badass and it's yes just, again like seeing the character development on Buffy like Willow's a great example Anya is like my favorite example you know she she like becomes right. a better human as the as the series goes on and yeah you just don't see that a thousand year old demon transforms into <laughs> yeah. a love like, <laughs> but like still not totally domesticated you know like she yeah, 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 yeah. She's and, still got her edge. Like, I love that. <laughs> she was one of the first, like, characters I remember seeing on TV that I identified with personality-wise. And I was just like, yes. Right. Do you trade the children in for more money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I support this. <laughs> Wrap it up. Uh, Spike? Spike or Angel? Buffy. <laughs> I feel like Buffy needs to be single. But, okay. Um, if... Okay, I like if that I answer. For me, uh, David Boreanaz all day, like, which is a surprise to people because oh, they think that I like him. So I would want to go for Spike, but no, Buff. I'm I'm all about that. Right. Business, but he's the he's yeah, the dark, mysterious type. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you yes, okay, I can They're see like, that. Yes, line, <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> yeah okay cool well thank you so much for talking with me yeah for sure thanks for having me on <laughs>